0: Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back, everybody. We are in week three of the CrossFit Open. I just announced 20.3 last night, and I still got anxiety, so we'll talk about that some today. But um, really special guest today. So this is the first time I've had an Olympic gold medalist on. We have uh, Anna Tobias with us, who's a games athlete and uh, two-time fittest on earth in the master's division. Anna, how are you?
1: I'm great. Great. Thanks for
0: having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being on. Uh, give the listeners a little backstory. Um, so uh, Anna and I have been connected on Instagram for a while, but just in the last couple of weeks, I've been posting a lot about scaling in the open and and uh, Anna actually gave me some support for that, which made me feel really good because I'm a big-time amateur. And so when one of the pros actually says, hey, you made a good decision, I don't feel like a big dummy. So I really appreciated it. <laughs> of um, I would, so i gave give you a funny story, Anna, before we get started. So this morning I was driving in, um, driving my girls to school, I have two daughters that are teenagers, 16 and 18. And I was talking to the 16 year old cause 18 doesn't talk to me. And we were, as we're driving I just go, "Hey, I am really excited. I've got a gold medal winner on the, on the podcast this morning. She goes, Oh my God, what did she win the gold medal in? I'm like sailing. And she goes, yeah, that's not a sport. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, that's a hard sport. And she's like, doesn't count. She's like, let me give you some sports. And so she goes onto her phone and starts Googling uh, sports in the Olympics. Cause I I guess she was picking one she wanted you to do instead. And so she came up with table tennis, tug of war, uh, canoeing, and the new one that's going to hit in 2024 is breakdancing. So if you ever wanted a career in breakdancing, apparently you can get a gold medal in that too. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, whatever it's worth, I convinced her that sailing is really, really hard. (laughs) So let's talk about you. So um, obviously gold medal winner, sailing. How long have you been sailing?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've been sailing my whole life. Um, I grew up in England. My parents uh, sailed. So it was just something that it was like a family sport. We had to do it. Um, They forced me to learn how to sail. Um, Never forced me into racing. And honestly, I really hated sailing until I was about 12 um, when we moved to America. And then I don't know if it was like, sailing in warm weather all of a sudden, or like I was fairly good all of a sudden in the region that I was in now um, and started winning. Um, But something like clicked and I was like, oh, I kind of like this sport now and then started trying to get better and better at it. Um, Really wasn't that good. Like I was, I was good in like my region in uh, um, the Toledo, Ohio area. But uh, um, when I went to like national events, just got my ass kicked. Um and then so it wasn't until I got to college that I was like, okay. I put the time in, I had great coaches, great team to sail with, That I like got better and better. And I was like, okay, I could do this maybe Olympic.
0: Wow. So what how amazing would it was it to win the gold medal, to stand up there and hear your country's national anthem play? <laughs>
1: um that was it, it was so amazing. Um, you know, you dream for like eight, ten years of that moment. Um, you know, and, and you know, you try and put like the emotions to it. Um, you know, like you're just like in awe, like honored that you could represent your country and, and win for your country. Um, you know, but at the same time, you're like relieved. You're like, oh, thank God, like all that hard work, like paid off, like four years are done. <laughs> like now it's time to like reset and refocus and go into like your next goal. Um, but yeah, it was fun. So actually um, at the opening ceremonies for two thousand eight 2008, um, President Bush came and uh, gave us all a big speech like the, the entire US team before we walked out and he gave us like a big, like go team USA speech. And then he came around and took um, pictures with each of the individual teams. So he came to the sailing team I like wiggled my way in and got my, I'm stood like right next to him um, for the picture. And he said, uh, he turned to me right after the picture and I was like, all right, go win as a gold medal. And I was like, okay, I will. <laughs> and then he left and I was like, shit, I just told the president I'm gonna win as a gold medal. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I kind of have to now um but no obviously that was the goal the whole time but that was kind of my little funny story that like oh i told the president i'm gonna win a gold
0: well apparently all you know how to do is win championships because then you've gone (laughs) out and done back-to-back championships at crossfit
1: yeah that was uh that was that was fun
0: Um, which was more intimidating for you meeting president bush or greg glassman
1: uh which one was more intimidating they're both in their own way like uh the first one obviously um you know sam sam and i were competing head to head and so you know i knew that one was going to be extremely difficult um just cuz sam's such a fierce competitor um and uh so that one was awesome in its own aspect that like it was it was just fun to compete against her um, and obviously the other 2018 uh, girls that were competing were fantastic competitors as well. So there's nothing easy about that entire games. And this last one uh, this year, honestly, during the opens, um, the original goal was not to actually qualify for the games uh, or go to the game. So I qualify, but not go because um, the plan was to be sailing a sailing event. Um, but we ended up not um, sailing the event, which meant that I could go to the game. So, my training had been different. I was really worried. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, I, I snuck in, in like the sixth place in the age group qualifiers. I didn't know how everything was gonna go. And then um, the events came out, and the first event was like some row, sprint, and burpees. And I am not good at burpees. I was like, oh, here we go. Um, but yeah, uh, just I really enjoyed it this year. I had fun. Um, worked as hard as I could, push myself, and you know, so this year was like a surprise win. Um, I didn't necessarily think that I would go in and, and win this year.
0: How did you feel about the games this year as a master's athlete? Like I got a lot of feedback from people that they were from fans, not necessarily from athletes that they were just disappointed in the coverage of the master's athlete as a, as a competitor. Did it feel any different to you?
1: Yeah, there was definitely um, a little bit, I'd say a lot less focused on us. Um, You know, I think in the sense that like we were in our own bubble the two years I've done it, we've been in our own bubble. Um, and the fans in the stands have been, um, you know, uh, smaller, um, the age group pavilion is nice cause it's small in itself. So it seems full, even though there's not necessarily a ton of people there, but when you're out in the field, <laughs> it's like 40 people in the stands, you can definitely tell no one's really, um, but to be honest, like a lot of people are like, Oh, I didn't know you were competing. You know? So I think there was a lot of like people forgot about the masters this year versus like in previous years they're like oh yeah the masters is going on but there's like an individual event at the same time so they're going to go watch that Uh, but they still kind of paid attention to it because they could have the the live feed and watch you know um, both things going on but this year a lot of people like oh yeah I didn't even know you guys were competing or you were competing or whatever so yeah it was in a way it was uh, different you know fans at home were watching through like people's Facebook
0: or you know FaceTime or something like that. So that was a bit of a bummer. Yeah, it's odd. I you know I I honestly I was kind of thinking the other day I wanted to reach out to HQ and see if I could get Greg back on because I want to talk about this topic with them. Like when you look at the Open this year, there's more Masters competing than than the other age groups, and you start thinking about the people that are really funding this. It's you know people 35 and up, and and to your point, you know people were watching the games at home through. FaceTime and, and, you know, Facebook and people, you know, shooting clips. And so it would seem to me like it would, it would make a lot of sense for them to support the Masters athletes by maybe putting the games on a different day. So you don't have to make that choice. You know, if they did the Masters games on, I don't know, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and then do the the other games on, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it would give you a bigger following and more coverage and, and truthfully pay back the group that are funding the games as it stands right now.
1: Right, and and you know, like it is amazing watching all the individuals, like watching Tia and Matt, like do what they do, like it's impressive. Um, but watching a sixty-year-old do a handstand walk, that's impressive. Like I sit in the warm-up area and watch watch masters warm up, and I'm like, damn. Like I hope that when I'm their age, I can do that. You know, like that's really cool.
0: It is impressive. I mean, I can do a handstand roll. Does that count? <laughs> yeah handstand flop. I can't even
1: get upside down. So that's the win.
0: <laughs> yeah, I won't be doing any handstand walks in uh in 20.3. I um I'm more than a little intimidated, but I'm sticking to my scale. Like I'm committed to scaling the whole open. So it's nice. not not going to happen. Um how did you what did you think about 20.3 when it was announced?
1: i um, <laughs> I say I had a bit of mixed feelings. I, um I think it's I think it's a great workout. I think that handstand push-up You know, standard is very difficult. Um, One, it's difficult to do, Two, You know, the judging, as we saw last time, you know. But it seems like HQ is being quite strict on standards this year, so that's good and encouraging. Um, I'm not a fan of deadlifts. It's not heavy, and I think I just don't necessarily enjoy doing deadlifts in high quantities, but, you know, whatever. That is what it is. And I, I like being upside down. I like handstand walks, so I'm excited for that bit of it.
0: Yeah, see, I, I'm the opposite. I have no desire to do the handstand walks. I, I get concerned um, when I start thinking about people my age going in, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, people that they either get bullied into RXing or they're just too stubborn to not RX. And then I look at it and go, okay, you know, you're talking 49 in this, at the men's weights, it's 49 at 225. And then you step up to if you can get through that round, you know, through the, including the handstand push ups then you're jumping into three fifteen, you know, and it's that's a ton of deadlifts and you know, in a nine minute window. I mean, it's it seems I don't know. I don't want I don't want to call it dangerous, but it feels dangerous to me. I don't I mean you're a coach, you tell me, do you do you do you worry about your athletes?
1: Um I worry about my athletes, but we're you know, we're super, super um big pushes of good form, you know, so it's trying to keep the form but we i I feel like a lot of our athletes are quite good in listening to us and we say like you should scale um a lot of our athletes are quite good at scaling um and those that don't you know we we kind of help them out try and be realistic with their expectations and you know set goals on how to break down the workout so that they will stay injury free if they are pushing for that rx
0: Now, you're one of the first athletes that I've talked to that when I started talking about scaling, like kind of came in and and agreed with like, I've had plenty that agreed with me, but none that have been as vocal as you that kind of reached out to me about it. How do you determine for the athletes in your gym, you know, the ones you want to encourage to scale that, you know, don't want to scale?
1: um so we uh my husband um who's my coach as well um him and i he's the head coach um but we're both very um you know we we kind of pose the question a lot like why are you doing crossfit why do you crossfit what are you doing it for you know um if you're trying to qualify for the games okay that's one thing like yeah you have no choice you have to rx um but it goes back to like i i would say like uh, our daily workouts too like uh you know what is the point of the workout is the point of the workout to um stand there and stare at a bar or stare at the wall or something for five ten minutes or is the point to get through the entire workout or get to x point in the workout or hit number this number of reps you know and uh it's not that like um i would say let's say more in our daily workouts it's not that um like we're trying to get people to do easier stuff or something, we want them to hit the point of the workout. Um, when it comes to the opens, you know, it's a bit of a, we, we say it's a kind of one, it's a test, like a year to year test. Um, so if you are, I would say mostly proficient in the movements um, that you know you're gonna see in the RX division, then yeah, like you can give it a try, but let's say you just got your post-ring muscle up you know like and ring muscle up show up in this 20 of them what are you gonna do stare at the rings for that amount of time like yeah okay so you get one ring muscle up you put rx but did you really do like the open workout like the way it was supposed to be done or you know would have scaling it made it more like the point you know um so if you're I, we kind of put it on like basically your proficiency your your level and your experience, and and
0: kind of <laughs> advise people from there. You see me pulling Bean off the table.
1: <laughs> I just yeah. saw Bean here.
0: Yes. <laughs> Bean's a jerk. Bean just waits for people to talk to jump on this table.
1: Um, part of the show.
0: Well, I'm excited to hear you guys, you know, to hear you talking about a gem that's doing that. I mean, I, you know, I struggle with what I see in some of the gems. I've struggled with, even with my own performance. I mean, what you've described happened to me. Like, that's, kind of the secret of um, why I've been scaling all this time. I think it was whatever year that uh, bar muscle-ups were introduced, I guess it was three years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. I was strong enough to do them, but I'd never actually done one before. So I went in on Thursday morning or Friday morning and did muscle-ups for an hour, attempted them for an hour until I finally got one and shredded both of my hands. Yeah. And I taped my hands back up and came back in Friday night and did Friday night lights with the group. And I got 16 in the first time I'd done them and then my shoulder didn't work right again for a year.
1: Right. <laughs> you know,
0: and truthfully, I've kind of always had this kind of uh, repetitive shoulder twinge that comes up from time to time that I'm positive is from that. And so I think that's why I'm so passionate around, you know, if you can do one, it doesn't mean you should do it in the open. You know, just because you can, doesn't mean it's a great idea. You know, maybe you should get really good at them before you, you know, jump into the fire, but I also understand people's need to compete and wanting to, you know, give their best effort or in a lot of cases just feed their ego. I don't, I don't know which it is, but
1: yeah.
0: Oh, beans back. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, I think going into the opens, like you can look at it two different ways, Um, you know, testing year to year. I can see that like, um, and, and, you know, we do have athletes that (laughs) test year to year RX and, you know, they see slight improvements and that's great. Um, You know, and, and I think, I'm more of a big believer in like the daily workouts scaling and and getting the point of the workouts um, versus Rxing every workout every day, just because you want to do the Rx and click the Rx button.
0: Well, what about you for this open? Are you, are you competing this year? Are you trying to get back to the games or are you taking the year off?
1: Um, Well, hopefully I'll be at the Olympics. That's the goal. Um, So that's the same time as the uh, CrossFit games. So. I'm hoping I will not see everybody at the Olymp- at the crossFit games <laughs> um, i'm doing the opens um, I'm giving it my best effort um I just because i love i love CrossFit. i love um I love competing um, my training is absolutely definitely different than previous years so um There are times when I'm like, God, I'm really out of shape, like really struggling here, Um, you know, but the goal masters wise, the goals, you know, make the age group qualifiers. And then from there, that's when you try and qualify for the games. So um, I think the age group qualifiers are after our Olympic trials. So qualify for the age group qualifiers, hopefully I've qualified for the Olympics and then we'll just go to the Olympics.
0: Yeah, just go win another gold medal. I mean CrossFit cool. CrossFit's great, but it's it's basically just fast exercising, you know. <laughs> I think uh, you know, winning an That's Olympic sport. sport. No offense to Greg and what he's created. I don't want CrossFit to, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely. Sport, love this sport. Uh,
0: yeah, me too. I I love it. But I tell everyone it's not a sport. It's not a sport. It's you know, it's fast <laughs> exercising, it's a lot of fun, it's a great community. Not a real sport, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Greg thinks it's a sport. He kept calling it when I met with him, he kept calling it thruster races, which I thought was really funny, oh, man. That's kind of what it feels like. Particularly Sometimes. right now deadlift races this week. Deadlifts today, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so tell me just a little bit more. I want to hear a little bit more about sailing. Cause I, I gotta be honest. I don't know squat about sailing. <laughs> and when my daughter rolled her eyes at me, I'm like, you know, I know it's a hard sport, but I, I didn't know enough to tell her why. So how, how does it apply with what you're doing in CrossFit?
1: Um, so the thing with sailing is there's so many different, um, disciplines in it, I guess. Um, so most people think of sailing, they think of like a booze cruise around the bay in the evening with like a beer or martini in hand or something, right? Like that's, that's sailing in most people's eyes. Um, but when it comes to more of the like high performance sailing, which is what I do, um, yeah, it gets a little bit more physical, uh, so there's two, basically two styles. There's what we call a hiking style and a trapezing style. The hiking is what I did in the laser when I won the 2008. That's where basically you're sitting in your boat, you hook your feet under a strap. I'm basically from mid thigh out is hanging out over the side of the boat. So you're using a lot of quad strength, a lot of core strength, and obviously your arms are working and pulling the sails in and out. Um, I do trapezing now, which is again, a lot of core and a lot of upper body. You do a lot of um, basically one-arm pull-ups, pulling yourself in and out of the boat, um, and then each maneuver is like a quick, like 30-second high heart rate. You've got to get something done, then you can get like two or three minutes to calm your heart rate down again. Then you have to do it again. So for me, like sailing this boat is a lot of a lot similar to CrossFit in that like high intensity, short blast, crush it try and drop your heart rate as fast as you can recover it and
0: do it again. See, you had me kind of sold when you started talking about a booze cruise. I was like, all right, right? I, can get, I think I can get a gold medal in that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm already trained. I am ready to go. And then you start talking about sit-ups and quad strength. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. That's right? it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I say I'm going to start following it now, particularly now that I know you, I'm going to. So now you got to go win another gold medal if right? I'm following. I think yeah. That, I think that's the thing um so um training in pittsburgh is that right you guys are in pittsburgh
1: we're in pittsburgh yep
0: i feel like i'm i should be allowed to hate you a little bit i mean i'm in cleveland our cities hate each other do you guys we, ever get do you ever get over to cleveland
1: uh no not really try try not to <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um i used to go out there when i was growing up growing up you know in perrysburg near toledo so i would drive through cleveland a lot for sailing events
0: how did your parents end up from England to Toledo? It seems like yeah. a an interesting journey.
1: I know, right? Like, hi, welcome to America. This is Toledo.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, <laughs> we, uh, my dad is was in um, the limestone business and there's um, a lot of quarries out in uh, Western Ohio, Northwest Ohio. And so his company relocated him to there.
0: So your parents told you, hey, we're moving to America the Beautiful and you got to Toledo and you're like, yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing yeah, it at
1: so all. Yeah, so I... Before i moved to America, I'd never left like the island of England, Scotland, Wales. Right. And that was it. Um, and so my impression of America was like what I'd seen on Greece, like the movie. Um, and So I was expecting like big schools, like, I don't know, skyscrapers everywhere and everything like that. And we fly into Detroit and it's just like fields. And I was like, oh, this isn't America <laughs> or the America that I pictured.
0: Yeah, that's Ohio. Then, yeah. That's Ohio for right? sure. The girls and I have a running joke. We uh, we drive to Mississippi every year to see my parents. They live down south. And and the girls always say Ohio is basically cornfield, 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 Columbus, cornfield, cornfield. Yeah. There's a billboard that says hell is real. So they count that. And then it's cornfield, cornfield, Cincinnati. Like that's the entire state of Ohio. It's terrible. Yeah.
1: I've got to love it
0: though. Well, I've lived here for 25 years, so I guess I have to love it. I was just in Pittsburgh though. And I wish I'd known you guys were there because I, uh, the city was great. I've, you know, as a Clevelander, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but the city was beautiful. It is a beautiful uh, city. Yeah. Stayed right downtown and, and, uh, great restaurants, uh, went and visited, uh, Ethan Helbig and his gym and worked out with them and they kicked my butt like everybody does, but, uh, (laughs) nice city. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. Good. Um, all right. Well, I think we're just coming up on the end of our time. Uh, one question I asked you earlier, I think we got cut off um, just for a brief second. So I wasn't sure I got the full answer, but I, I'm dying to know this. So you've met George Bush, President George Bush, and I'm assuming you've met Greg Glassman at this point. I mean, you're a games winner.
1: I don't think I have actually met Coach.
0: You have never met Coach Glassman?
1: No.
0: Wow. But you might, have, wow. See, I wanted to know which one was more intimidating, but <laughs> Now, I feel like I got to get you an introduction because Greg's amazing, but I've never met President Bush, so I don't know what the comparison would be.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> I can't, I'm like, I'm sorry, I seem so flabbergasted, but I'm flabbergasted that a uh, game, a two-time games champion hasn't met the founder. We're going we're gonna to have to remedy this for we sure because he's a great dude. And truthfully, I think, um, you know, it sounds like you guys have very, very similar approaches to training and and how you handle athletes so I think you would really appreciate what you guys are doing in your affiliate so exciting stuff
1: yeah luck to meet him
0: all right Anna well thank you so much for being on Uh, I appreciate it and good luck for the rest of the open and particularly good luck in achieving your next gold medal
1: thank you good luck to you too
0: all right thanks so much thank
1: you